Hello everyone. Happy middle of July. Camp right around the corner. Hope everyone had a great weekend. Um, we're going to talk quarterbacks today. So, you guessed it, Kenny Pickett. But second half of the show, we're also going to see the kind of the news of the day in the media on this Monday is ESPN's top 10 quarterback list. And I'm going to kind of buzz through that, what does Pickett need to do to get in it. But before we talk you know, about the rest of the league in the second half, I want to talk about Kenny. So, I'm sure many of you are familiar with standard passing stats, you know, completions, completion percentage, yards, touchdown, yada, yada. So I want to get into advanced stuff, though, you know, stuff that's a little less obvious. And real quick, I'm looking at his standard passing table. His completion percentage was 63%. NFL average, 64%. His yards per attempt is 62 League average is seven flat. He's lower than, and that one, you know, that's, that kind of stands out a little bit. He's a little lower than league average in yards per attempt. But some of these other ones I think are really interesting. So percentage of attempts behind the line of scrimmage, screens, RPOs, real quick hitters to the flats, whatever, behind the line of scrimmage, he's at 21%. That's like dead on with league average. 22% is league average. How about attempts beyond the sticks? So if it's first and 10, you threw it 10 and a half yards or more. If it's second and two, you threw it past the chains, you know, three yards downfield. 33% of his passes are beyond the sticks. That also is league average. How about percentage of completions to gain 10 or more yards? You would think this would be incredibly low, but he's at 41% where league average is 44. So not too bad, but I think a lot of those were 10, 11. They certainly weren't 80, 50, you know, so 10 or more yards is not maybe the best indicator of explosives. Yards per completion, or I'm sorry, yards after catch per completion, 4.4. Very low. 5.1 is the league average. Yards after catch has been a big problem here. We've talked about that a lot. I think a lot of it has to do with the play design. I think these guys aren't bad after the catch, but they get blamed for it. The receivers, they're not the best in the league. This is a little disheartening too. 17% of Kenny's passes were off of play action. League average is 26 and it should be higher for a rookie. I mean, and that that was supposed to be a Canada thing, you know. Um, he was pressured on 30% of his throws, and league average is 32. He faced man coverage 26% of his throws, league average is 25. And he faced a too high coverage 41% of the, of the time, league average is 38. So what I take away from there is – pretty close to league average in a lot of things, even as a rookie, you know, and that includes many bad quarterbacks last year, but it also includes Mahomes and Allen and Burrow and those guys have played a lot of snaps. So here's a couple other ones too, that I I think were interesting is what is known as stable metrics for quarterbacks versus less stable metrics and stable metrics are, Things that you can count on year after year, they're not as fluky. These are stickier numbers, they're stable. So in terms of passing without any pressure, 
He came in 30th in the league. Not great. Usually that's a stable thing. I'm not pressured. Things went as, as I planned. It was blocked. I should be able to deliver the football as scheduled. But he's a rookie. But 30th in terms of not how, how successful was he when out pressure. Also within the pocket, he was 15th. I'm fine with that. I mean, in the pocket. No play action, early downs. Remember, we talked about how his play action numbers were low. 30th. I think the play action stuff has to go up. Um, what they call layup throws, the real easy dump offs. He was 19th. I don't really care about that. Less than two and a half seconds to attempt. This is really interesting to me. He's eighth. Because we've talked about this a lot with Kenny. Kenny held the ball a long time at Pitt and got away with it and it worked. He was n- not at the bottom of the league in terms of holding the ball last year, but he was slow. He was right around three seconds. If you remember, Ben was like two, three, you know, Brady's at like two, 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 three. They're the quickest. And at times that's too fast, as you saw with Ben. Holding the ball isn't always bad for plays to develop. But the fact that he did, Kenny, come in eighth in the league of getting the ball out in two and a half seconds or quicker is really encouraging. It shows that he can do it. You know, I mean, quick decision, boom, first read, get it out, and you had success with it. You completed the pass, good things happened. Only seven quarterbacks were better. I think that's really, really encouraging. A um, couple of things that are less stable that really just aren't as sticky year to year. He was 23rd when under pressure. 35th outside the pocket. That surprises me. Really surprises me. Um, I think he is a good on-the-move, outside-the-pocket guy. But I think some of that was chaos, not seeing things, running when you shouldn't, you know, leaving the pocket when you shouldn't. So kind of shows maybe he should hang in the pocket a little more. Um, when he was 24th in the league when dealing with a blitz. On third and fourth down combined, he was 15th in success rate. EPA, I'm sorry. Fourth quarter, he was 27th. If he just isolate his his time in the fourth quarter, he was 27th. Now, back to our old conversation. Well, I'll get that in a second. Inside the red zone, he was 40th. I mean, like, as bad as you can be. Again, not shocking. I think all of you know that by now. But back to the amount of time to get the ball out. His time to throw was right around three seconds on average. So that was high, as we just talked about. But when he got it out in two and a half or less, he was he was eighth in the league. When he got it out in two and a half or more, he was 38th in the league. I think that kind of shows a huge aspect of what this player is after one year, but in general, in terms of make him be a quick decision maker, a quick processor. I'm not suggesting slant after slant like Ben at the end of his career. I'm talking about, you know, having... Quick hitting passing game, you know, I think will be Pickett's one of his many strengths and time to game plan accordingly. All right. I'll be back in a minute just to buzz through these top 10 lists. It's not as exciting as most years, to be honest, but I did want to touch on it since it's kind of the topic of the day. All right, we're back. Counting them down. And last year, 
the top 10 list I thought was really stacked. You know, there was these young up and comers like Herbert and Burrow and the really established stars, the Mahomes and Allens. And there was a lot of hope for Deshaun Watson and Dak Prescott had a better case than Brady was still in the league. Stafford's coming off a Super Bowl. Russell Wilson's going to change the Broncos. How funny is that? Aaron Rodgers might be the best quarterback in the league, you know? So last year, I remember this Monday when they all came out, Lamar Jackson was on the just missed list. I mean, he, he was 11th on the list. If there had been an 11-person quarterback list, he would be 11th. And there was the whole world was up in turmoil about it. And I thought immediately, Lamar's not a top 10 quarterback? Are you crazy? But this, the list, the top 10 was so strong, I understood the argument. You know, and some just missed from a year ago were Carr coming off a really good year with the Raiders. Kyler Murray was ha- had a real good year with the, the Cardinals. They they couldn't quite make it. This year, the list is watered down or questionable. So just to buzz through it, others receiving votes, Kyler, I mean, he hardly played. Daniel Jones, Justin Fields. Like, it amazes me that Daniel Jones or Justin Fields got a vote from anybody. I understand Kyler. These guys were the honorable mentions, which isn't real exciting. I mean, Deshaun Watson is still in that group. I mean, he was a borderline top 10 last year. It often came down to Watson or Lamar for 10 or 11 or 11 and 10, whatever order you wanted. Cousins, who's always in this area. Goff is now in that area. Derek Carr. Okay. And Tua. Tua would be a hard guy to judge for me, but I could, I have no problems whatsoever with him in the honorable mention neighborhood. I mean, he Highly productive when he's out there, but he also is aided by scheme quite a bit. I feel for these rankers now. I mean, I guess I will do a top 10 quarterback list at some point, but a lot of these guys, their case just isn't as strong as it was a year ago. And the poster boy for that at 10 is Stafford. You know I mean? Is Stafford end of year, you know, end of career Ben, or did he just have a downturn and now he's got nothing around him, you know, but a year ago, he was six, you know, in a loaded class. Dak Prescott, he had probably his worst season as a starter. He still would be in my top 10, but he's at nine. Um, Trevor Lawrence is a guy that's actually moved up. You know, he was unranked last year and he goes up to four. Good. Okay. He's one of the right guys trending the right direction. And I guess I'll stop now. I mean, Pickett could easily be one of the guys trending the right direction. I'm not saying he's Lawrence, but and quarterback ranks don't necessarily help you win on Sunday. It wouldn't shock me at all. And frankly, it would be somewhat of an upset to me if Pickett's name isn't listed next year. It's not listed at all this year. You know, pull back curtain. He's not in the top five, folks. But I expect him fully to be an honorable mention next year, maybe even 10th. You know what I mean? Like if a Stafford falls off and Rodgers and guys like that, you know, like Brady was on this list last year. He's not on it anymore. But there's not a lot of them that are trending up. Again, Lawrence is the poster boy for who is. I mean, he goes from unranked to eighth. Uh, Lamar, as mentioned, unranked, but he was basically 11th last year. He's seven. I still think that's too low for Lamar, to be very honest. I think Lamar would be five-ish for me. Um, Jalen Hurts is another guy trending up. He was unranked a year ago. I mean, think about where he was coming off. They just got beat bad by the Bucks in the postseason. That seems like a million years ago. There was all kinds of concerns about Jalen Hurts this time last year, 365 days ago, not even – on this list, unranked, and now he's four, sixth. 
which is about where you think he should go. I'd probably have him seven or eight, but I get it. Herbert, he's pretty much stayed the same. He went from seven to five. Cool. He's a star. Rodgers is four. Now, I don't envy anyone for having to judge Rodgers. Again, is he end of career? I mean, his year last year was bad. He threw a lot of bad picks, which he never does. Talking about time to throw in the first half of the pod. He just wanted to get the ball off his hands. Didn't want to get hit. But last year, he was one. He was ahead of Mahomes. I mean, remember that version of, of Rodgers where people didn't bat an eye just one year ago that he was number one on this list. I understand him being four out of respect. I think Herbert and Lamar are better players than him and maybe Hurts. So we'll see. He, he could win the MVP again in New York and have a fire lit under him and give us all the finger and you know be motivated. Who knows? And then the top three are very easy to me. Mahomes is one, and to me, he's in his own tier. But the next two are in this are the second tier dudes. That's Burrow. That's Allen. Oh, great! All these guys are in the AFC, as you know. Um, if you like Allen over Burrow, fine. If you like Burrow over Allen, fine. But to me, they're alone in tier two. I do think Burrow had the better year, but some of that was due to Allen's pretty severe elbow injury that he played through the last like six or seven games of the year. So again, most of these dudes in the AFC. Um, Mahomes stands alone. Burrow and Allen are unbelievable players in their own tier. But I think Kenny, when you look at these names and think, and I really want to stress how much things changed in one year. You know the how people viewed Hertz and you know, Lawrence was coming off a unbelievably rocky, horrible rookie season with no help from the coaching staff, and you know, so I would not be shocked if Pickett is. If Kenny's, you know, honorable mention certainly will be listed, um, maybe he's ninth or 10th. You know, I mean, again, if you, when you look at the competition, yeah, there's some unbelievable quarterbacks in the league and there's some unbelievable quarterbacks in the AFC and in the division. But when you actually put a list together, it's not that hard to project him moving up a little bit you know, or moving, you know, being very relevant on a list like that's a better way of putting it. All right, guys. Thanks. Take care. 